Hello and welcome back to High Five Motherhood. This is your host, Kim Montgomery, and today we are diving into episode 59, Eight Benefits for Family Mealtime and What's So Magical About It. Let's dive right in. Mom life, it's worth celebrating. It's filled with opportunities to learn and grow, and we all know there will be little bumps along the way. But why not have fun and enjoy the little moments as they come? I am passionate about finding ways to make the mundane feel more exciting and spontaneous. It's time we put a little more joy and happiness into our roles as wives, moms, and homemakers. I'm excited for us to learn together how to add more meaning and purpose into our lives through the big five, physical, mental, social, emotional, and spiritual avenues. In a way you could say, let's high five motherhood. This is your host, Kim Montgomery, and you are listening to high five motherhood. All right. Well, welcome back. We have a great episode today and I have been thinking about this for a while. So I was talking with some people a little while back and we were just kind of reminiscing over old times and just fun times growing up and things. And we started talking about family dinners and how we did things back then. And growing up, I always remember sitting at the table and eating dinner as a family having it all set out, having all the food out on the table, you know, and dishing up and having conversation. That was the memories that I had growing up. Well, a lot of people I was talking with had a different um, version of family dinner where they would either not eat together at all or maybe eat in different groups or maybe they'd eat in front of the TV or, um, you know, having a TV tray or something like that. But actually sitting down to the dinner table was kind of not something they did. Um, just, it wasn't normal life for them for whatever reason. And it sparked my interest. And I thought, you know, I guess I never have realized that maybe this might be a unique thing. Maybe not everybody does dinner at the dinner table. I don't know why it, you know, to me eating anywhere else in the house seems foreign to me because one of the rules we had growing up was we eat in the kitchen, you know, food stays in the kitchen. We don't eat on the couches. We don't, um, eat on the carpet or in the toy room or anywhere else in our bedrooms, you know, our food stays in the kitchen. And so it just made sense to me that we would eat at the table. Well, this is not a rule for everyone. And so it got me thinking, you know, why do we eat at the dinner table? What are the benefits of having family dinner together? Now, just to preface this, I don't want to say one way is better than another. I know everyone has their traditions and what they had growing up, but I just want to spark your interest on some reasons why family dinner can be beneficial and why it can be even more beneficial to have it at the dinner table. Take it for what you'd like it to, but I would like to share some reasons why I feel it's not only important, but it's vital to having a really, really good, healthy relationship with your family. Here we go. So there's this lady. Her name is Ann Fischel. She's an associate clinical professor of psychology at Harvard Medicine or Medical School at Harvard University. She has been doing quite a bit of research on family dinners for, I think, 20 to 25 plus years. Okay. So it's been quite a long time that she has been researching this. And she's a therapist. So as a family therapist, She says, quote, as a family therapist, I often have the impulse to tell families to go home and have dinner together rather than spending an hour with me. And 20 years or 25 years of plus research in North America, Europe, and Australia 
back up her enthusiasm for family dinners. Interesting thought, right? Family dinner can actually equate to an hour with a family therapist? What? Let's talk about this, okay? So you can actually do a lot of good cultivating relationships in your family simply through family dinner. You don't have to see a family therapist. Not that that's bad. Not that I have anything against that because I don't. I'm actually all in support of therapists, so don't go there. (laughs) But how cool is it that we can actually fix some of our biggest problems at home, in our home, with our family, by ourselves? Yeah, we can do it. (laughs) Like We can do this, okay? So I want you to think about family dinners back like in the 1950s, okay? I don't know if any of you have seen little sitcoms or whatever from the 1950s. Think of like I Love Lucy and, and you know, TV shows back then and how they would all sit at the dinner table together and they would have the meal laid out. Everyone's sitting around. They're having conversation. They're engaging with each other and and it's a happy time. Okay. That's the kind of family dinner I'm talking about. I'm not talking about parents scolding their children. I'm not talking about parents yelling at each other. I'm not talking about, um, kids not having manners and running all over the place and it just kind of being a wild chaotic mess. Now, obviously (laughs) like, let's think about this in real life, right? Not real, like R E E L. I'm talking like real life, R E A L, right? In real life, this isn't going to be perfect, right? And we're not expecting perfection at a family dinner, but we are expecting for us to create relationships that last, cultivating not only lasting relationships, but ones that are enjoyable, that bring us happiness, okay? One of the greatest ways to do that is getting together intentionally at the same time every single day and gathering for a similar purpose, which would be family dinner, right? We don't have the same type of things back then where people were stitching quilts on their front porch together while they were farming together, you know, working in the field and striking conversation through hard work that way. We live in an industrial age where most things are digitized. You know, we we live in a world of TV, tablets, and iPhones, right? We don't have as many moments that are... um just engaged in conversation. In fact, a lot of time, if we do have conversation, it's through text, it's through Skype, it's through phone calls. Most of it is not in-person conversation. And if you do have in-person conversation, it tends to be in front of what? The TV, okay? Or showing someone a YouTube video or something like that. Most of the things that we engage conversation-wise is through digital purposes, right? So the one thing that we can focus on to kind of go back to the simple way of life and living back then, you know, think 1950s, is to have dinner at the table together. Now, there's tons of other things we can do, right? We can go to the park and play with our kids together. We can go watch them play their ball games and enjoy time there. We can, you know, take them to the gymnastic meets and and be there with them. And I mean, there's tons of things we can do to engage with them. But this is something that's consistent and it's simple. You don't have to super plan ahead for it. It's something that you can literally throw a pizza in the oven, even you can even order out if you really want to, right? It doesn't have to be perfect. Ideally, it's better to eat, you know, from a home cooked meal, right? It's it's healthier, it's better for us, but 
even if you don't get a home-cooked meal in, but you get a meal at the table together, that's what's important is spending time together and engaging in that conversation. Okay. So I'm going to go over some benefits of why family dinners can be so not only important, but vital. There, there's so many benefits to family dinner. So let's let's go right into, into eight benefits of why family dinner is so important and what we can do to make it amazing and wonderful for our families, okay? So we all know that family dinner is not necessarily always the easiest time to enjoy time with our family, right? A lot of times it is fighting and food's on the ground and someone fell or someone got hurt or someone is frustrated. Um, and sometimes it starts and ends with a fight, <laughs> right? Sometimes the kids are running all around the kitchen and it's crazy and no one's having table manners and people are burping and doing who knows what at the table and it's just exhausting. And you're just trying to do your best to feed all the kids and the screaming child, little baby that's about ready to go down for bed. And everyone is just kind of at each other's throats. It's the witching hours. It's rough, right? So today we want to kind of go into the benefits of family dinner and also how to make it a little more enjoyable. Okay. So number one, dinner conversation builds vocabulary. Okay. Dinner conversation builds vocabulary in so many different ways. Okay. A lot of our vocabulary comes from reading, um, when our children are going to school, when they're, you know, learning in whatever ways, you know, they learn or whatever, but children who have regular family dinners have a real leg up on being good and early readers. Why, you ask? Well, let's think about this, okay? You are at the dinner table and you have you have a story about the day, okay? So say, um, like my husband, he's, you know, in the medical field, he's a dentist, and he will have conversation with the kids about how his day went at the office. Well, there's a lot of new vocabulary words that he discusses that they wouldn't normally get in a children's book, right? <laughs> he's he's talking about all sorts of procedures that he's doing and fillings and molars and, you know, whatever, root canals, all the things, right? So these are things that kids are not normally going to be exposed to until maybe a later age. But at the dinner table, they can be exposed to new words and a lot more words in just regular everyday conversation. Okay, so not only does it expand their vocabulary, but it also helps them to be better readers, more intuitive. Okay. So parents, it's important for us to tell a story about our day, rehearse a favorite, funny family memory at the table or something, something enjoyable that happened that day. Right. And as we are telling stories, not only is it building their vocabulary, vocabulary, but it also intrigues them builds meaningful connections, and it helps them to want to tell their own stories. And as they become better storytellers, they also become better avid readers, right? So it's important for us to encourage the kids to tell stories too, okay? The benefits to children don't just come from listening to these stories, right? Children who know how to tell stories are also better readers, so they have to tell them, okay? So we can go around the table and say, hey, you know, what did you learn today in school? What was your favorite thing that you guys did today? What was your favorite activity you did at recess? Tell me something funny that happened. You know, ask questions that have um, more of a how or why type of question rather than, you know, a yes or no question type of answer. Um, the more in, um, interested in you are in their day and and questions that kind of 
pull more information from them, not only are they learning to create these wonderful stories, whether they be true or not, sometimes they're very elaborate, right? Um, But it's intriguing and it's fun and it creates meaningful conversation, which then creates meaningful connections and it strengthens family relationships. Not to mention it helps kind of die or dumb down all of the fighting and the other things that are (laughs) dumbed down. I'm not sure how to put that. Uh, It it gets rid of the contention because one thing I've learned is that a child cannot answer a question and fight or debate you at the same time. So if you're having a hard time, this is a random fact, by the way, if you are having a hard time with a debate or an angry child, somebody that is very frustrated, ask them questions and you'll be surprised, but they will change their temper quite quickly because they cannot be angry and answer a question like thinking at the same time. They can't do the two things at the same time. So they have to let one go or the other. And generally they let go of the anger to answer the question. So food for thought, right? (laughs) Okay. Hey there, mama. I just wanted to pop in and say that we have a huge back to school sale coming up. Get so excited for August 7th through September 7th, because we are going to have our HFM productivity planners, the digital download for sale, 15% off and all of our printables, not just some, but all of our printables are 10% off from now, August 7th through September 7th. So this is going to be kind of the thing that kicks off our back to school summit, which will be September 5th and 7th, starting at noon Mountain Standard Time. So if you are ready to get into back to school things and get systems and routines in place and have printables to help you with all the things all along the way and get your planner ready to go so that you are prepared for that crazy schedule that's coming up with school, I want you to get in right now and get your code, which is B2S15 for the productivity planner for 50% off or the other code, which is B2S10 for 10% off all printables, okay? Again, B2S15 or code B2S10 for those printables and that digital planner. So if you want to get that sale, get it while it's hot right now. It's only here for a month. It's a huge back to school sale, 10% off literally every printable that we have in our shop right now. So jump on it right now today. Get ready to kick off that back to school summit and check out our back to school summit as well, which is at highfivemotherhood.com and you can find it. We have all of the juicy details on what we're doing for the summit, but just think about anything back to school that is a pain point that you struggle with every single year and it's so stressful. We are addressing it this year, trying to help you to have a more enjoyable back to school season with your kiddos where you get to thrive and not just survive as a mom. If you're ready for this, get out of the summer fun and into fall on the run mode, then dive into that summit and make sure that you save your seats today. Okay, tip number three, regular family mealtime promotes higher achievement scores in children and higher academic performance in teens. So let's talk about this, okay? When you're at family dinner, you are engaged in conversation with your children, or ideally that's what we want to do, right? And you are interested in what's going on in their lives. And when you're interested in someone and everything that they have going on in their life, and you ask them questions and you're intrigued by what they're saying, and you want more information and you keep on enjoying, you know, finding fulfillment in what it is that they're saying, they want to share more. Okay. So this is a way we can connect more with our children because it helps us to build that relationship, that trust. So they're willing to open up to us more. Okay. So 
it provides better academic performance when you come to the dinner table, okay? Higher self-esteem, greater sense of, of resilience, okay? Lower risk of, subs, of substance abuse. Why is that hard to say? <laughs> of substance abuse. Lower risk of teen pregnancy. Lower risk of depression. Lower likelihood of developing eating disorders. Lower rates of obesity and so many more benefits, okay? It's super, super important to have that family meal time, that gathering time where you can promote all of these good behaviors. Okay. Okay. Tip number four, regular, I'm sorry, benefit number four, (laughs) regular family dinners promotes healthy eating and better self-esteem. Okay. It helps decrease the opportunity for eating disorders or other um, health issues such as obesity. Reason being is when you're eating at home with home cooked food. Okay. We're not talking about grabbing um, McDonald's and taking it home to eat. Okay. When I talk about family dinners, I'm talking about home cooked food where we gather together and maybe even the kids are helping out. Hopefully the kids are helping out right with dinner. And then you all eat together a healthy meal that you've put together. Okay. So it promotes healthy eating because it teaches them, okay, we need to have a carb. We need to have a protein. We need to have a vegetable fruit. Um, maybe we can have a little dessert or whatever, you know, we have this balanced meal of proteins, fats, carbs, macro, micronutrients, all the things, right? And so it helps them to understand the benefits of having variety in their diet, right? So as they're cooking and making the meal with you, they can see, okay, I'm, you know, adding different fruits. I need to make sure I add a vegetable and we're not just having cheese and pasta, right? (laughs) Nothing wrong necessarily with cheese and pasta, but we can't just live on cheese and pasta, right? We've got to have some variety in our diet. So it teaches them that also as you are maybe chopping vegetables with them and asking them about their day or telling them, hey, you're doing a really good job, like great job stirring that or great job chopping those veggies. Um, Thank you for setting the table, you know, whatever. It helps build better self-esteem as we compliment them through the process of preparing dinner, having dinner, and then cleaning up dinner together. Um, It also is very, very helpful with um, teaching them how to work hard together, you know, and that family time is important. It's It's important to be together and do things together. However, there's a warning, okay? (laughs) The benefits of having regular family dinner together at the table is amazing, right? It's huge. There's so many benefits to it. But all bets are off if the TV is on during dinner. Let me repeat that. (laughs) All bets are off if the TV is on during dinner. Yes, all of the benefits that we're talking about today will not happen if the TV is on during dinner because you're missing engaging with each other. You're engaging more with the TV. Even if you have some little side conversations along the way, you're missing that one-on-one conversation with each child and your spouse and that family togetherness where the central thing you're focused on is food and eating together and conversation rather than the central thing being focused on is entertainment, okay? If we are focused on entertainment in front of you, you're not focused on togetherness. You're not focused on engaging in those relationships. Okay. And I don't care who you are. I know everyone's going to have a different view on this, but I firmly believe that TV during dinner time is not together time. Let me repeat that. TV time during dinner time is not together time. Okay. There are times where you can have 
family movie night and there's nothing wrong with it. Okay. It can be fun to watch a movie together. I'm all for that. And it's fun to have a night where you just have a chill night. You know, you, you watch a movie together, you can eat popcorn together, whatever. But when it comes to family dinner, it needs to be focused on your family. Okay. That's the one time, one time during the day where you can have screens off. The one time when you can eat a meal t- all together, all together, not just separate, all, you know, everyone doing their own thing, but together. That's the time when you can check in with your kids, see how things are going, find out problems that are happening at school. Okay. This is where you gain greater relationships with your children when they're young so that when they become teenagers or older, they're still willing to connect with you because they know you care. If you're in the middle of family dinner and you're watching a TV show, they're not going to feel that loved. Okay. They're not going to feel that deep connection with you. You're not going to know what's going on in their day because you're more focused on having conversation about what's happening on the screen than what's happening in their lives. Okay. So I need you to think about that. That's super, super important. Okay. All right. In one study, American kindergartners, okay, so kindergartners in America who watch TV during dinner were more likely to be overweight by the time they were in third grade, okay? Even if they're having time with their family, even if they're eating dinner at the table together, but they're watching a TV show, they were more likely to be overweight by the time they were in third grade. Guys, that's insane, okay? No wonder obesity is such a problem in America, Americans are focusing more on digital things like TV rather than time with their families, okay? We need face-to-face interactions. We need connection, okay? We need love. We need that more than anything is having connection and really showing love and, and building those relationships with our family members, okay? We're missing out on so many amazing things that can come from something as simple as family dinner, okay? The association between TV watching during dinner and overweightness in children was also reported in Sweden, Finland, and Portugal. Okay, so this is not just America. This is this is pretty widespread, okay? This is a big deal. Okay, benefit number five, family mealtime pro- helps prevent a large list of risky behaviors in adolescents, okay? Behaviors such as smoking, binge drinking, marijuana use, violence, school problems, eating disorders, sexual activity, and so on, okay? It's, it's the connection that children crave. They want time with their family. They want time with their parents. They want their parents to be interested and involved in their lives. And as we pay attention to them and as we are involved in their lives, especially at a very vital time such as family dinner, so many things get better in your life, in their life. A lot of the problems that we deal with in family life come from not having that connection with our children or with our spouse. And where's the place that we can help bring all that together? Family dinner. (laughs) That's just one of the huge, huge places that we can create that connection. It's not the only place, but it is a very vital place to start. Okay. Um, in one study of more than 5,000 Minnesota, um, Minnesota teens, why can I not talk? <laughs> researchers, researchers concluded that regular family dinners were associated with lower rates of depression and suicidal thoughts. Okay, so this is other risky behaviors that it's helping to prevent. So family dinners have been found to be a more powerful deterrent against high-risk teen behaviors than church attendance and good grades. Okay, that's kind of mind-blowing. I'm not saying it's not important to have good grades. I am not saying it's not important to go to church. In fact, I'm saying the opposite. I'm saying do that as well. Do that in addition 
right? But family dinner, guys, it's like therapy. In fact, it's better than therapy and it's kind of free. It's free to have conversation with your children. You don't have to pay a penny, okay? This is something that we are missing right now in this digital age, okay? We focus so much on our phones, our tablets, our TV, our video games, whatever. Our connection with our children is lessening because our screens are becoming more important and more addictive than our family members. We need to... Okay, this is a, a great story. Um, sorry, this is, it all connects, it all connects. But when I got married to my spouse, um, we were kneeling over the altar. Um, we're LDS, so we got married in the temple, in the LDS temple. Um, and as we were, we were kneeling over the altar, um, they kind of, the sealer, the person that seals us together for time and all eternity, um, he, he gave us some advice. He gives us some advice um, as he's, you know, about to marry us or right after. I can't remember when it was, after he sealed us or before he sealed us. But he said, Kim and Aaron, Kim, I want you to become an Aaron-aholic. And Aaron, I want you to become a Kim-aholic. And together, as you become a Aaron or Kim-aholic, you know, of each other, you will gain a closer and greater relationship as you focus on the other person more than yourself. And I found that interesting because that's exactly what family dinner is about. We are supposed to be a familyaholic, right? Our, you know, a, a kidaholic, our spouseaholic, you know, all those things. So we are, we are more, in a sense, we want to be addicted to our family, right? And we don't want to be addicted to, you know, drugs or to <laughs> our TV, our phone, social media, whatever. Okay, don't make anything more important than time with your family. It's important to focus on those relationships with our loved ones because that is what's going to get us through all of the hard times. What got me through the pandemic? Not my phone. My family did, okay? My God, my religion, my beliefs, my hope, my faith. That's what got me through the pandemic, not my addiction to a phone, okay? So think about that as you're thinking about how this can benefit you and your family. Hey there, mama. I just wanted to pop in and say that we have a huge back to school sale coming up. Get so excited for August 7th through September 7th, because we are going to have our HFM productivity planners, the digital download for sale, 15% off and all of our printables, not just some, but all of our printables are 10% off from now, August 7th through September 7th. So this is going to be kind of the thing that kicks off our back to school summit, which will be September 5th and 7th starting at noon Mountain Standard Time. So if you are ready to get into back to school things and get systems and routines in place and have printables to help you with all the things all along the way and get your planner ready to go so that you are prepared for that crazy schedule that's coming up with school, I want you to get in right now and get your code, which is B2S15 for the productivity planner for 50% off or the other code, which is B2S10 for 10% off all printables, okay? Again, B2S15 or code B2S10 for those printables and that digital planner. So if you want to get that sale, get it while it's hot right now. It's only here for a month. 
It's a huge back to school sale, 10% off literally every printable that we have in our shop right now. So jump on it right now today. Get ready to kick off that back to school summit and check out our back to school summit as well, which is at highfivemotherhood.com and you can find it. We have all of the juicy details on what we're doing for the summit, but just think about anything back to school that is a pain point that you struggle with every single year and it's so stressful. We are addressing it this year, trying to help you to have a more enjoyable back to school season with your kiddos where you get to thrive and not just survive as a mom. If you're ready for this, get out of the summer fun and into fall on the run mode, then dive into that summit and make sure that you save your seats today. Okay, benefit number six, regular family dinners boost your mood and your children's moods too. Okay, that's huge. (laughs) If you have teens, you know how important it is to have a teen that has a good mood. Not to mention a child because tantrums and meltdowns are just not my thing. I'm not a huge fan. I like the positive attitude and the attitude of gratitude, okay? And it also promotes a more positive view of the future for teens especially, but also just for everyone, right? It helps promote hope because, again... When you are interested in someone and someone is interested in you, you gain more self-esteem. You gain a happier, more positive mood because you feel important. You feel loved. You feel connected. Okay. These are the things that our teens, our children, our families, us, we all crave this right now. Social media and our phones and our tablets and all of these electronics they crave so much of our attention. They demand so much of our attention that we forget what's really important. Human connection is way more important than your phone, right? I have to tell myself this all the time. A lot of times I get caught up in the connection with my phone and that it has to be in my yoga pocket all the time, you know, or right there on my dash, magnetized to my car dash as I'm driving and things like everywhere I go, my phone is with me. Why is it becoming more important to have our phone connected to us than to have a connection with our family? Okay. It's not, it's not as important. And we need to, we need to sever that addiction with our phones, right? Our electronics. And we need to build that connection with our families. That's what family dinner is all about. Building that connection with the ones that we love. The next benefit is benefit number seven. Family dinner time is one of the best ways to connect with your children, like we talked about, and be involved in their lives. In fact, in the industrial age that we live in, it may indeed be the only time, guys, the only time throughout each day that you even see your child's face, you see your children, your family face to face, and actually have a chance to have a meaningful connection and conversation with them, okay? A lot of times we are texting, we are Skyping, we are FaceTiming, we are calling on the phone, we are, you know, yelling at them from downstairs while they're upstairs doing things or they're doing their homework while you're cleaning or whatever. And you may be face to face with them random times throughout the day, but you may not have that actual meaningful connection and conversation with them until the dinner table. And that may be literally the only time that you get with them to have that kind of connection. How important that is to have, especially as they get older and they start leaning more on their friends' advice than their parents. It's important to create those meaningful connections now so that you can still be a part of their lives when it becomes harder for them to connect with you, okay? Build those meaningful connections and conversations now so you don't have to worry so much in the future about what is going on with your child because they're not willing to talk with you, right? The connections now build those connections even more so in the future. Okay, we finally made it to benefit number eight. (laughs) 
<laughs> it's been fun. Um, all right. The last benefit. So family dinners during trials like the pandemic that we just experienced can actually increase things like laughter, gratitude, family connection, which we've already talked about, um, more help at mealtime, like before dinner prep, like I'm sorry, before meal dinner prep, and then after meal cleanup and things like that. Um, and it also strikes up more meaningful conversations like who we are as a family. So when we're at family mealtime, okay, not only are we creating these connections with our family members, with our children, with our spouse, everybody around one central thing who we're all eating food together, that we've prepared together, we're having conversations together, all of these things. And it's amazing how it just kind of changes our attitudes, our moods, it changes our behavior, whether that be at school academically, um, at church, with our friends, whatever. And it's not just the kids, guys, it's the adults too, okay? So I think it's amazing and so awesome that when we create these connections with our family during dinner time, it does boost our spirit, okay? That is where the laughter comes from, the gratitude that we're so craving in our kids. We want them to learn to be grateful for things, to say thank you, to say please, to have manners, you know, all of the good things that you want in your children. A lot of it just stems from simple but meaningful connections with them. And that starts first and foremost at the dinner table. Okay. So they did the, there are several different studies, right. That we have discussed in this whole chat today. Um, and I have a lot of the resources, um, that I'll try to link in the show notes so that you can look and search this out yourself, um, to get more information on it and to learn more about the research that's been done, because it's actually very, very, um, inspiring and, um, not only informational, but it just helps you to understand more of the vitality of doing family dinner, um, doing it as a family together at the table and screen-free. Okay. So some of the benefits of increased family dinners during the pandemic were like we talked about with laughter. Okay. 59% laughed more during the pandemic as they created those connections during family dinner than previously because they were spending more time with their family. Okay. So this, this, this study came from the pandemic when people were maybe out of a job or maybe just at least for a time where they were kind of um, in that lull, whether it be a month, a few months, few weeks, whatever, maybe a year, you know, who knows how long they were out of a job for, for whatever reason. Um, maybe they were not able to do certain activities with friends or different things because of social distancing or other um, different regulations that they had to deal with, right? So, and this is all of us, not just random people out there. I keep saying they, but really it's us. You know, we all experience some form of um, hardship during this um, these past two years with the pandemic, right? So 59% laughed more because of that dinner connection and conversation. 50% expressed more gratitude more often, whether that be children, your spouse, all of you together, 50% expressed more gratitude because of family dinner time. Okay. They felt more grateful. 49% felt more connected to each other, to, you know, your spouse, to your kids, they felt more connected from that family time. It's 
it, I just, I can't express how beneficial it is. So I just want to keep on <laughs> giving as many statistics and as many research that, or as much research as I can to help back up the importance of, of what I feel family dinner can do for your family, for my family, for all of us, right? Um, 56% of children actually cooked more, surprisingly. They, they helped more, okay, um, learning how to cook and cooking healthy foods. 65% um, got more help in the kitchen with meal prep from their family, their children, their spouse, right? 52% um, talked more about who we are as a family, which a lot of times we kind of miss that. We don't always get the opportunity to talk about deep things like who we are as a family. So family dinner can be that connection and that thing that gets you to the place of finding out things like who you are as a family, creating a family motto, um, creating family goals, maybe having a a family um, a night where you decide to do like a family council where you talk about things and you communicate about maybe problems that need to be resolved in the family, maybe um, reward systems that want to be implemented for them doing good behaviors and doing the things that you want them to do, you know. Maybe this can just kind of go into a family council to Sunday night prep and things. All of these types of meetings that we have, family fun night, whatever, can stem from our family dinners. <clears throat> I know in our family, that has been a big staple for us and literally one of the most important pieces of furniture I feel I have in my home is my family dinner table and my family couch. Um, those are the two places where we gather the most, where we have the most meaningful conversations, and where we connect the best. Um, but I would say ultimately the number one for me would probably be my family kitchen table. There are so many beautiful things that have come from family dinner. And I hope this episode has been um, an enlightenment, like a, an inspiring Thing that may help you to want to do family dinners if you haven't already or to change things up and make it more memorable, more um, engaging in conversation, more connection. Um, I know it can be really hard, especially at the end of the day when it's the witching hours and everything's crazy, um, especially after children have gotten home from school, their energy is super high and everything is just a little bit on the nutso side, right? Um I think the more that we put into our families and homes as homemakers and wives and mothers, the more joy that we'll find comes from what we've put into it. We'll find more fruition from the seeds we planted as we choose to cultivate them and take care of them, right? So something that I have really enjoyed is I do find m- – my family um, relationship, my relationship with my kids and with my spouse is so much better when we have those connections. Family dinner is the number one connection that I would say if there's something that's going on with your family, if you feel you're struggling, if you feel you are fighting or battling your children or your spouse, whatever, all the time, if you feel like there is a loss of hope, if you feel there is, um, like I said, contention or just bitterness, anger, sadness, 
whatever it may be, family dinner is literally the number one key to success in your family relationship. For me, that's like my starting point is family dinner. If I cannot do anything else, I'm going to start with family dinner to try to get that connection going back again. And then you can add things in as you're able to, you know, add in fun family nights where you can play like games together, play card games and board games, play at the park, do, you know, sports together, do active things together, biking, hiking, swimming, whatever. When you engage in activities with your family that are not with the screen, okay, screen-free is where you get this kind of connection. And I cannot say that enough. And I know it's hard to to feel that or believe that because I know a lot of us have had good connections with our family and laughed and have fun, you know, fun times in front of a screen watching a movie or whatever together. But I promise you it's not the same kind of deep connection that you're going to get when you have that screen off. And I promise that as you choose to like do family dinner with your family and really make it a meaningful time that you've really been intentional about, you will find some amazing results. You will you will find more connection with your family, a happier, more positive demeanor among all of them, and it will just be a better scenario altogether in your family life. So I really hope this has been a beneficial um, you know, chat today. I hope you've enjoyed it. Thank you so much for listening. And um, until next time, we will see you and catch you over on Instagram. See you next week. All right, until next time, go on over and check us out on our Facebook group at High Five Motherhood Mamas Group, or come on over and hang out with us on Instagram at High Five Motherhood. For more mom life hacks, homemaking, productivity, and time management tips and tricks, organization ideas, recipes, meal prep, and planning, and more. Okay, there's so much information on there that you can enjoy in between each episode. Thank you so much for listening, and don't forget to click subscribe so you don't miss an episode. And if you found value in today's episode or from this podcast in general, Take a quick screenshot of this podcast and share it on your stories on Instagram or post it on Facebook because remember, sharing is caring. (laughs) Well, ladies, that about sums it up for this week. As always, I'm cheering for you and I'm here for you. I want to help you and support you to do your very best. This is your host, Kim Montgomery, and you are listening to High Five Motherhood. Thanks so much for listening, ladies, and we'll see you next time.